Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. The only people who don't get time off this time of year are pro athletes and bet online. That's right, the back end of the NFL and, of course, the NBA, NHL, golf, Masters, you name it, all the sports coming up together here. Bet online isn't taking a second off to make sure you have all the up-to-the-second odds, news, and info. Bet online has all the sports wagering info available you need with both desktop and mobile access. Head there today to get into the action. And remember to use promo code BELIEVE. That's B-L-E-A-V to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online where the game starts. Hey, friends of the ML Sports Platter, you know what? There is no such thing as downtime here on the show. Even during the various off-seasons, I'm thinking about free agent signings, coaching changes, draft picks, and more. St. Bonaventure University kickstarted my journalism career. They have a long-standing reputation for training award-winning journalists like Woj from ESPN and Mike Vaccaro at the New York Post. Back when we all got our degrees, we attended SBU's campus in upstate New York. These days, you can earn your Master of Arts in Sports Journalism from the comfort of your home. Visit sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com to learn how students follow high professional standards while telling nuanced stories about the sports we love. Schedule some time with one of their super helpful enrollment advisors to guide you through their course content, program outcomes, and where the program could lead you. You'll not only learn from experienced faculty, but also accomplished alums who shape the program. You don't need any writing or broadcasting experience to apply, and there's no application fee or GRE, GMAT requirement. The program is entirely online and can be completed in less than two years. How about that? What are you waiting for? Head on over to sbujournalism.com today to learn more. That's sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Jay Billis of ESPN, and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. The ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by Bonnet Sales and Service, Welch and Company Jewelers, CH Insurance, and Burn Dairy. Go gas up your vehicle at participating Burn Dairies in and around Central New York. And, of course, the chocolate milk for the kids, the coffee and donuts on your way into work as well. Burn Dairy, it's all good. So, we have a few new members of the baseball Hall of Fame, and Museum. And let the debating begin. Let the, you know, uh, arguing. It's not even, I mean, look, it's January, right? We do this every year. Um, I will tell you that Baseball Hall of Fame induction weekend is one of my favorite weekends of the year. In fact, it probably, I mean, it's it's been between that and Travers, but now because of, like, different situations, like a man, Kevin Rich, doesn't live in Saratoga anymore. I didn't go to Travers last year. Um... It, it was tough watching it on TV, I'm not going to lie. Uh, loved being there. It was the first time I hadn't been there since 2013, I think. COVID year, I don't count. Um, you know, so those are the two big weekends for me. And, you know, in, in Central New York's amazing in the summertime. We know that. I mean, it's awful in the winter. It's awful in the winter. I mean, it's just such a long... Even though you get, you know, 50 to 60 inches less of snow uh, or, you know, 20 to 30 or... Whatever it is, you, you know, even if it's 10 to 20 inches less snow, we, we get less snow. It just doesn't snow as much. The cold is still there. The sleet's still there. It's still dark all day. And that lasts from anywhere between Halloween and like, you know, April, mid-April. Um, you know, sometimes it can last a little shorter, uh, you know, but or last a little longer. Sometimes it can be a little shorter is what I, I was trying to say there. So um, anyway, but 
Summers are out of control great, right? Adirondacks, Cooperstown, Niagara Falls, although Niagara Falls is cool in the winter. Got a lot of places to go, man. Parks, lakes, golf, you name it. Um, from Memorial Day until about Labor Day, it's literally one of the greatest places on earth. So induction weekend's tremendous, and there's three guys. Adrian Beltre, Todd Helton, Joe Maurer, elected into the Baseball Hall of Fame. Beltre was a cinch guy. He's one of the great third basemen of all time. I wouldn't put him up, up, up with the Schmitz and the Brooks Robinsons and the Chipper Jones. Chipper Jones. I wouldn't put him in that category, but I would put him in the next deck for sure. And let's be honest. I mean, the five gold gloves is like, okay, that's neat. But like he has 3,000 hits. (laughs) The longevity in the 3,000 hits, like you're not going to keep him out. And he was on the ballot for the first time. You're not going to keep him out no matter what. I don't care that his name is a little less than, you know, uh, well, a lot less than a Willie Mays or, you know, uh, Hank Aaron or whoever. He has 3,000 hits. You're not keeping a 3,000 hit guy out there, whether he's on the first, third, fifth, seventh, or ninth bat. You're just not going to, right? Um, so he's in easy cinch player. 21 seasons, durability, Dodgers, Mariners, Red Sox, Rangers, second in the MVP race to Bonds in 04, which means he should have won it because Bonds was on steroids. Uh, You know, Beltre played, this is the other thing I really like. He's in as a third baseman, but he played 2,759 of his 2,933, you know, career games at third. I mean, that's basically all of his career. It's second only to Brooks Robinson, right? We have players in the Hall of Fame, and rightly so, multiple position, and that's cool. But when you think of a guy going in at that position, you want him to play most of the games at that position. Beltrade did, right? We have like Molitor who played multiple ones, I believe, and like Robin Yount's a classic example, infield, outfield. That's fine. I'm not I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying it's extra cool when you have somebody go in like that, right? He's ninth in at bats, 11th in doubles, 15th in total bases. Yes, stats are coming at you because it's baseball. That's what we do. He's got 477 home runs, man. I mean, he's 31st all time in home runs. People forget that. That's a lot. And it's 23 home runs away from 500. That's it. I mean, Mike Schmidt. I mean, that's like Mike Schmidt power kind of category. So pretty great stuff from Beltre. What a career. Durability, longevity, 3,000 hits, home run, absolute slam dunk, first ballot guy. Super happy for him. Class act. Great player. Todd Helton. You know, I thought Ted, Todd Helton waited too long. I thought he was an awesome, awesome baseball player. Batting title, 372 average in 2000, right? Same year he topped the league in hits, doubles, and total bases. Listen to these numbers. 216, 59, 405, and RBI with 147. Listen to this one. He's one of seven players in history with at least two seasons 2000 to 2001, of 400 or more total bases. That's 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 pretty good. Five-time All-Star, three Gold Gloves, four Silver Sluggers, complete player, and don't tell me about Coors Field, even though it hit him and it made him wait a little longer. It's BS. You know, Larry Walker got in. You're like, oh well, nope, still had to wait a couple more years. 316 career hitter. What? Unreal numbers, man. 2500 plus hits. And had nearly the same amount of runs as RBI. Crazy number. 1401 to 1406. And he had more walks than strikeouts, man. 1335 versus 1175. Spectacular baseball player. Now, here's the controversial one. Joe Maurer. He has not been retired and out of the game that much. In fact, Joe Maurer is 40 years old. He's four years younger than I am. 15 years all with the Twins. This is one of the few years, by the way, where you get 
multiple players who played with only one team. Helton with the Rockies, Maurer with the Twins. Uh, he won the American League batting title in 06, 08, and 09, right? The most by a catcher. That right there puts you in an exclusive club. When you're a dominant, crazy, unbelievable offensive catcher, adding to the fact that you're, you know, your defensive prowess stands out, that's pretty good. That's pretty good. That puts you in offensive categories to at least discuss with the Yogis and the P.I. I'm not saying they, you know, Maurer is those guys, but you have to discuss them with the Pudges and the Piazza. Well, less Pudge, but more Piazza, Yogi, Bench, you know, those kind of guys, right? Without a doubt. AL MVP, big notch. Big notch. You win an MVP, it's big. You win an MVP as a catcher, enormous. 2009 season. Hit 365 career totals and home runs, 28. Runs batted in 96 and becoming the first catcher in either league to lead the majors in on-base per uh, average plus slugging. 1,031. Ridiculous. Five seasons, last five years, he was pretty much at first base. But he's the only catcher in history, and this is where I think he kind of got in. This and the fact that he played catcher period with a durability. Only catcher in history with at least 2,000 hits, a 300 batting average, and a 380 on base percentage or more. That is bonkers. When I look at Joe Maurer more and more, I do see Hall of Famer. And I know how it goes year to year. Like you change this as some people are like, come on, you're either a Hall of Famer or you're not. And then there's Jason Stark, who has you know article I read on The Athletic last night as I record this after I worked the Syracuse-Florida State game. And I interview him at Cooperstown usually every year. One of my favorite people to catch up with. And he tells he told me last year, right on the interview, he goes, Mike, it's okay to like change feelings. That's what this stuff is about. Ballot to ballot, you know, voter to voter, year to year, who's available, era to era, you know, as time moves on, different things get valued more or less. Okay. But I do see another side of like the whole, well, it's either a whole three or so. And I see it a lot because, you know, if you jump off the page, you know, you should know. If you're a Hall of Famer, regardless of the ballot you're on and regardless of the waffling and regardless of when you put somebody in first, third, fifth, seventh ballot. And I know that a lot of people disagree with the ballot thing and that's fine. I don't because I do think that there is a difference between normally, I mean, Joe Maurer got in on his his first ballot. That's where I would, I would argue, eh, he's probably more of a second, third, fourth type guy. But if you start putting up the first catcher in history to do what I just said, You know, and you can create a stat. You can create jumbled stats for anything in the history of baseball, and I get that. But with catchers, it's a little different because they play the most demanding position in the sport. And when you start getting into only this, 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 and this, and not a yogi or a bench or this have done it, it's it. put it this way, it gets harder and harder to create that for catchers. It really does. You're playing a unique demanding position as it is, and then to be able to put up numbers and stats that way and be in a select group, then you go up a little bit more. I do think he's more of like a third kind of guy or a fourth kind of guy in terms of the ballot, but here he is and that's it. But I think there's a difference between a Willie Mays, a Hank Aaron, a Ty Cobb, a Babe Ruth, a Ken Griffey Jr., you know, a Derek Jeter, a Cal Ripken Jr. I think there's a difference between a Sandy Koufax and a Walter Johnson and a Pedro Martinez and a Randy Johnson and a Tom Seaver than there would be, you know, compared to a Tim Raines or a Jeff Bagwell. Those guys are Hall of Famers, but I think there's a difference. Sorry. So those guys get in. They're all very deserving of getting in. 
they're all Hall of Famers. Maurer, I was kind of like, uh, I get in, I get in, uh, and I'm like, nope. You know what? He's in. He's in. Without a doubt. I just, first ballot wouldn't have, eh, because first ballot guys kind of have, you know, they're all in the great hall, but the first ballot kind of guys kind of have their own, like, pow, you know. So coming up next, I'm going to talk about a couple of guys who didn't get in, and we're going to go from there, and then maybe next year in terms of who will get in, a couple of cinch guys, and then we kind of tail off a little bit. I'm not really going to get into 2026 and beyond. Here on the ML Sports Platter, brought to you by our good friends at Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Log on to stanleylawoffices.com. And a tip of the cap thank you as well to associate sponsors, Camillus Golf Club, Bowers & Company, CPAs, the Al & Angus Pub, and Ken's Auto Detailing. If you're in and around Central New York, get a detail today. Brutes and Cicero area, Route 11, Ken's Auto Detailing. Go get them on Instagram and Facebook, the official detail shop of the ML Sports Platter. Platter back with you, brought to you by Bonnet Sales and Service, Burn Dairy, and CH Insurance. Always in your corner, CH Insurance. Log on today. File a claim. Find that program that's good for you and ask the right questions at chinsurance.cc. So Maurer, Beltre, Helton, all in the Hall of Fame. And Maurer getting in first ballot. Beltre getting in first ballot. And let's move to falling just five short uh, votes short of election would be Billy Wagner, a lot of people love Billy Wagner. They think he's like this slam dunk guy. I'm not really in that category. I know some of the numbers and what they say. Um, I mean, I can see it. He'll he'll get in next year. I mean, he's at 73.8. Uh, he has one more year on the ballot. He took a significant jump the last couple of years. He's going to get in next year, in my opinion, I think. Uh, and then the only other players again mentioned on more than half the ballots were Gary Sheffield with 246, Andrew Jones um, with 237, so I, you know, I don't even like the vote. I like the percentage, 63.9, 61.6, and then Beltran with 57.1. So what this looks like to me is ne- the year after, 2025 should have really an enormous class, I would think. Because I think Wagner is going to get in. I think, well, I, you know what? Sheffield, Jones, and Beltran probably aren't going to get in. But but Wagner is going to get in. And then you got first ballot guy Ichiro and probably first ballot guy CC Sabathia. That's for 2025, right? The year after that, 2026, will be very interesting, right? Um, you probably have, you have Beltron, you know, getting in in that, in that year for sure, right? So um, that's kind of where we're at, right? Um, Jim Leland is in, right? He got elected by the Contemporary Baseball Era Committee. Without a doubt, he's a Hall of Fame member. Um, um, and, and I think, uh, you know, when you look at him and his, his resume, um, no doubt about it, you know, veteran guy. Um, absolute, you know, I mean, you want to talk about a guy who was like the in-game press the right button kind of guy, uh, players manager, people loved him, managed in multiple spots, won in multiple spots, won a world series with the Marlins in 97, three time manager of the year, man, 90, 92 and 06. Uh, you know, his record is five Oh six. People point to that. Well, it's only around 500, but I think, you know, a little bit more than that. I think he had a little international flavor too, right? He won the World Baseball Classic Gold in 2017. I think I think international baseball should be looked at a lot more now than ever before. Why? Because the game is global. You have Japan, you have Shohei, you have the Latin effect with Cuba and all these, you know, Mexico and all these places where guys come from, Venezuela. Uh, it's been like that for a very long time, but now you have the global, global, global outreach with the Shohei thing. It's harder and harder and harder to win a World Baseball Classic. 
for Team USA. It's never been harder because the better players, right, come together as a team from other places. We have more, we have, put it this way, we have more better players, but when it comes together, it's kind of like that whole Ryder Cup thing, right? It's harder now. And the game is, you know, it's just, it, it's it's harder. It's harder to win a, a, a World Baseball Classic uh, a title. So, I mean, at least I think. So, um, you know, that's where we're at. Um, and I think, you know, as far as, like I mentioned, 2025, right? I think Wagner is going to get in. There could be, if there's a, a just a huge jump, he, I mean, it would be, it would have to be enormous. It would have to be enormous for Andrew Jones or Carlos Beltran. It would have to be enormous. So I don't think they'll get in, but Billy Wagner will get in on his 10th and final ballot, in my opinion. Then you have Ichiro who's going to get in on the first ballot. CeCe Sabathia is going to get on the first ballot. And there's nobody else. There's just a bunch of guys. There's a bunch of dudes they'll never get in. The Kinslers and Pedroyas and those type of dudes, Tulowitzkis. Those kind of guys, right? Um, you know, A-Rod, Ramirez, these guys are still, all the steroid guys are still, you know, I mean, A-Rod's coming up on his fifth, and Manny on his tenth. All these steroid guys, I've said it a million times, Manny, A-Rod, Sosa, McGuire, Bonds, Palmero, they should, I just put them all in. Clemens, put them all in. Tell tell the story. Put it in, put it in a wing of the Hall of Fame. They'll never do it because nobody has any balls. Tell the story. Tell why it happened. Put Victor Conti all over the place. Put Belko. Put this. Put that. Put the Sports Illustrated covers. Put the A Rod test. Uh, put 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 everything up there. Put everything up there. Game of Shadows. Put it all up there. Right? They'll never do it. Tell the story because it's a part of baseball. And boy, during this steroid era, where fans go into the parks and were we watching? And was it fun or what? It was. It was a great era of baseball. A lot of offense. A lot of fun. A lot of muscle. Baseball turned the blind eye. We already know the story. To get more money in the seats helped save a lot of things from the strike. Kel Ripken also helped. The 98 Yankees also helped. But boy, did McGuire and Sosa help, right? Two mutants on steroids with flexing, bulging, disgusting muscles hitting bombs. And we had a blast, didn't we? Tell the story. They never will. They never will. Behind the curtain... They just collected checks, and now a lot of players who were Hall of Famers before they even inserted a needle or a pill or anything else in their body, they'll never get in. And to me, that's unfair. I think it's also stupid that they use steroids, but I also think that it's stupid that their sport never tested for them. And I've always blamed the sport first. Barry Bonds, Roger Clemens, A-Rod, Sosa McGuire, good luck telling the story of baseball without those guys. Good luck. And I think I just named maybe, what, five players, and I think I like one out of that group. Maybe two. Idiots. So we'll see how the ballots go. But in the meantime, congrats to Jim Leland, Joe Maurer, Adrian Beltre, and Todd Helton for getting into the Baseball Hall of Fame and Museum. We are brought to you by our great friends at Rosie's Corner. Stop by Route 11 in Burton if you're in and around Central New York for Meatloaf Monday and Fish Friday each and every week. They're comfort foods. And, of course, pizza wing combos throughout the week as well. And a tip of the cap, thank you to Elevate Fitness of Syracuse, Stumbling Monkey Brewing Company, and St. Bonaventure University's online Master of Arts in Journalism. That's right. Digital or sports, you get the master's degree programs today. Graduate in one and a half years. And you can go download a guide right there, a guide, excuse me, at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com. It's an online Master of Arts in Journalism program, uh, which prepares students to be successful journalists in an ever-evolving media world. And let me tell you, I've been out of college now for almost, well, 
it'll be 26 years, 20, nope, bad math, 22 years. And it's just unbelievable how much has changed, right? Pulitzer Prize winners from the school, numerous recipients of, uh, you know, Peabody's and Emmys and Murrow Awards and all the rest. So make sure that you join in on that. Become a grad student at St. Bonaventure University. You can do it all online, man. Fill out the guide right there at spujournalism.com. The master's degree programs, spujournalism.com. That's spujournalism.com. And you can go find out about the business analytics, communication, cybersecurity. All that is available in one and a half years. Pretty awesome at the comfort of your home. St. Bonaventure University's online Master of Arts in sports journalism and, of course, digital and all the other online journalism master programs. Go find them at sbujournalism.com, a proud ML Sports Platter sponsor. Hey, as I always tell you, enjoy the games. For business owners, employees are an important asset. Competitive employee benefits can help attract and retain staff. CH Insurance provides high-quality group health plans and great provider networks while keeping costs in check. I switched to CH Insurance. They're outstanding. It was one of the easiest business transactions I've made, and their ongoing service is phenomenal. CH Insurance, in your corner, every day, every way. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.